This is Coffee with Kerry. Each week we meet amazing people who are going to be challenged to step from behind their profession for a game show and interview whilst having lots of fun. If you're looking to inject more fun into your world, join us here every week. It's time to get on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee with Kerry. It is great to be here and thank you for tuning in. Guys, I have an amazing guest today and I know I say that every single episode but today I'm not even kidding. Like seriously, sit down, strap in, hold on because this is going to be epic. Welcoming today's guest, Drew from Drew Versus the World, a podcast providing inspiration through information. Drew, I think you're up to like, oh man, you're heading to episode 100 pretty fast. You're in the 90s, I believe. So super exciting and so glad to have you here today. Welcome to the show. First of all, I have to say thank you so much. And it's not that I am you I, I'm so happy to be here it's just it was a matter of time I've been a fan for so long um we are friends via clubhouse but mm-hmm. I think we're more like family thank you oh. so much for having me oh absolutely my pleasure Drew and thanks for coming along and being so brave to take the hot seat through the rounds I appreciate that and mate we're just gonna have some fun yeah so are you ready I am ready. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's step into round one. Round one, Drew, is the mugshot. You were asked to bring a mug to today's episode. We would love to see your mug. Oh, oh, the mug, the mug. Okay, okay. So this is a Coffee with Carrie exclusive. I have not even shipped these out yet. These are for my 100th episode that I will be having these on Drew vs. the World page and for sale. So, these is the great Drew, reveal. Oh, my Drew God, that's amazing. World mug. And on the other side is a catchphrase I use yes. in the podcast that if you listen to the podcast, you would know. So, mm-hmm. it's love, peace, and chicken grease. <laughs> Fantastic. Drew, mate, I'll pay for the shipping to send one over to Aussie land. Honestly, like that'd be fantastic. Oh, I'd love to add it to my wonderful collection of of mugs. And, oh, hang on a second. Something's happened to my mugs. One second. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no. My husband has dropped in an additional mug. It's, this is the football team that he supports, which is the Geelong Cats, which is one of our local, and when I say local, Australian AFL team. He left that there. He put it there last night. I told him to take it away and he's left it there. All right, that's just going away. Sorry about that, Drew. <laughs> so, Drew, when are these? When are, when are your mugs going to be released? Um, in the next six weeks. Um, Because once I hit episode 100, I will be doing a promo on new Diversity World shirts um, with a special addition to the shirts, as Mm -hmm. well as I will be doing a Diversity World mugs. So the first 20 people to buy mugs will get a Diversity World mug. Oh, fantastic. There you go. Oh, I'm excited. I can't wait. So six weeks. So by the time this launches, geez, it's not far away. It'll only be a couple of weeks away. So super excited about that. And guys, I really encourage you, tune in to Drew's podcast. It is an awesome, 
awesome show. Drew, I tune in every single week and thank you, buddy, for what you're doing. It's just really, really good stuff. So inspiring and and definitely exactly what you want to be putting out there. It's good stuff. So thank you for what you do, Drew. It's fantastic. Now, I have- Yeah, thank you for having me. Very welcome. I have a- Yeah. Before we go into the next round, which I Mm -hmm. love, I will have to, since it's nine o'clock here- it's, you know, it's time for adult beverage. <laughs> so I will be pouring this mug in adult beverage and we will be good. Definitely, definitely. Go for it, Drew. You, you've Cheers. earned it, mate. You've, <laughs> Cheers. And I want to show you today's mug that I've brought to the episode. And funny that we had a little convo prior to um, hitting record. And, um, yeah, strangely enough, I've picked the right mug. My mug is... Parental advisory explicit content. So be warned, people. Be warned. You've seen it here. You've been warned. (laughs) How good is that, right? It's pretty good. Right on brand for me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, Drew, let's do a cheers to the screen with our mugs for today's episode. Cheers, buddy. Awesome. Fantastic. All right. Let's move into the next round, Drew. The next round is, I know it feels like we should be hopping in the (laughs) ring and, you know, kind of having it out a bit, but that's Mm -hmm. okay. The next round is five fun facts about Drew. (laughs) So to get those five fun facts, Drew, we need to step over to the numbers board. The numbers board. Yes. You'll see numbers of one to 20 behind me, and I need you to pick five of those numbers to reveal your five fun facts. Fire away, buddy. 3, 13, yep. 19, 20, 17. Great. 13. 19. Yep. 20. Yep. And 17. I knew this was coming, everybody. I knew this was coming. <laughs> I watched the show. I love this show. <laughs> Thanks, Drew. Awesome. Okay, so we've got 3, 13, 19, 20 and 17. I don't even know if I got them in the right order, but we do have a little bit of a rainbow happening of colours, some yellow, some orange and a green. So let's get rid of the green guy first, shall we? All right. Question number three, Drew. I want you to rate from one to 10, 10 being the highest. How funny are you? Oh man, that's that's a smooth 11. Uh, (laughs) I would would say, but I have a humor or I have a sense of humor that is very much my own um I know I have a dark sense of humor and sometimes mm-hmm. that's a detriment to me because because things happen like for instance people falling people hurting themselves people you know I I laugh in wrong situations I've laughed at a funeral before it's yes I've laughed at a funeral before and I think that it was more off of stress than it was mm. actually the the situation was funny, but yep. I have yeah it's it gets bad sometimes where people kind of look at me very strangely. They <laughs> but need I get to myself get on a, board exactly. I give myself a straight smooth eleven. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it. And and what would your family think? How would they rate you? Straight two, straight two, easy. <laughs> <laughs> Kids are doing the whole eye roll. Oh, dad. <laughs> like, oh, like, oh, you're so, you're so hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love it. I love it. That's a good answer, Drew. 11 for Drew on the level of funniness. I love it. All right, next question is number 13. What is the best holiday you've ever had? Mm. And are we talking about holiday as in Christmas, Thanksgiving, or are we talking about holiday as far as internationally when it's vacation? Let's stick with the holiday theme of the Christmas or Thanksgiving for this because we've got something else coming over there. Yep. Ooh, okay. Um, hmm. I would say that the best holiday I had was Thanksgiving, I believe, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, that was the first um, Thanksgiving that me and my fiance had at our new home. Mm-hmm. Um, and we invited everybody. We invited everybody from her side of the family, we invited every, um, everybody from our side of the family. It was kind of like a potluck kind of deal. So everybody brought mm-hmm. their meal, their their food, and we we did a a um, smoked turkey or we no, we did a fried turkey. Um, mm-hmm. and it was delicious. And one of her her best friend's father actually fried her turkey for us. And Ooh. it was just great because it may have been like 15 or 16 people at our house, maybe more, maybe in the 20s, but everybody got along. Everybody was talking. There was um, drinks flowing, great conversation, and we did it ourselves. That was, I. there's points in your lives when you feel like you cross the threshold of an adult. And mm-hmm. that was the point of my life. I was like, I'm officially an adult <laughs> because yeah, every, all my family came together. Yeah, and you're in your own home. It was like a a housewarming slash Thanksgiving, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, awesome. (laughs) Love it, love it. And we must talk about this fried turkey a little bit. So please explain the fried turkey. Would you mind? So fried turkey is something traditionally done in the South or um, I think maybe Midwest. But what you do is it's basically self-explanatory. You take the turkey and you put it in in like this canister and you just fry it you, you put it in a big gigantic fryer and it just but you need to season it correctly and you have to keep it moist because mm-hmm. the the grease of it frying will make it very dry definitely the breast part of the meat of the turkey so yeah. um yeah it's it's delicious the only thing only problem it was again very dry and i don't like dry turkey um, mm. So I won't be doing that again, but I will do a smoked turkey. That's my Ooh. next my next goal, a smoked turkey. Oh, yeah. Yep. And Thanksgiving's coming up, so I sound, it sounds like the menu's half set already. Yeah. Ready to know <laughs> what we're going to have for um, the meat, at least. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's it. That's half the battle. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> awesome. Drew, we're going to step into the next question, which is number 19. Okay. Number 19 is, oh, okay, here we go. No. All right, hold that, hold that thought. I'm going to put that away. We're going to come back to that because we've just spoken about the fried turkey. We're going to step into question number 17. Mm-hmm. Question number 17, similar to another one, how would you rate your driving skills? That's, uh, are we doing it from one to 10? You can pick however you like. You take it I'm, away, Drew. I'm going to do one through 100 and just give myself 100. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I I would say I and and this is a little backstory about Drew. I didn't. I grew up in the city. I grew up in Brooklyn, in New York City, which is a metropolitan city where basically you don't need a car. 
you just oh yeah all i do all i did was take the train or the bus back and forth to school or on on different um if i need to meet friends and things like that so i didn't learn how to drive till i was 23 oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so it was it's kind of late for for people you know that learn when they're 16 15 things like that mm. but i've you know driven across the state i've driven in other countries i've driven mm. um in you know on the other side of the road <laughs> so mm -hmm. i i've mm -hmm. had multiple and i've had multiple experiences with you know uh crashes and things like that as well so i've ran the gambit on my experiences of driving so i think i'm an amazing driver my fiance might say different but don't act, we're not talking about her right now we're not talking no, about no, her no, 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 this no. is the question for me <laughs> but i think i'm an amazing driver <laughs> wow well I, I, it sounds like you are drew because you've driven in other countries on the other mm -hmm. side of the road like that's I can't imagine actually doing that because I'm so Aussie bound and so on the left. Like, yeah, it just, I don't even, what does that feel like? I wouldn't even have a clue. But is there um, many uh, speeding tickets in, in the glove box, Drew? Oh, man. Um, so when I first got my, my first car that I got when I first got my license, I was a young rebellious 23 and I had a <laughs> Nissan Altima um two door um and it was i think it was six cylinders so needless to say if i jumped on the highway i was at least going 80 miles an hour and yeah. the the driving speed limit was 65 in ohio when i was in ohio so i had my fair share of tickets and parking <laughs> tickets because i didn't like change I, I didn't like paying for the meter uh so yeah a, a lot of them <laughs> not as much That's, now but yeah oh, you, you're an adult now you've grown up like it's you know yeah leave leave that leave that behind all good all right drew we're going to step into question number 19 which i swapped out a moment ago because this one i just wanted to separate it from the turkey what food gets you the most excited when you realized you haven't had it in a while and this is going to be for another segment, but I, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to, I'm going to um, refrain from talking about it right now. So I'm going mm -hmm. to go to one. So it's oh man, I can't really describe it, but my mom makes it right. There's mm -hmm. two there's two foods actually. There's this thing called tota, right? <laughs> and it, tota, it's I, I really don't know exactly. I think my mom may have made the name up, honestly, because every time I talk to people, they look at me like you just looked at me like they saw a ghost. So it's it's like a kind of, I don't know if you're familiar with like a blondie. No. Okay. It's kind of like a, think about like a sheet cake, but it's not soft. It's more or less, I can't really describe it, but it's basically made with like coconut, coconut milk, um, flour, and uh, I think in eggs. It's pretty simple. And she, the only person I've ever seen make is her. And every time mm -hmm. she does make it, I'm like, oh my goodness, thank you so much. And then the other thing I love that she makes as well um, is mac and cheese. Actually, oh. my fiance makes really good macaroni and cheese that's like let's i'm gonna i'm gonna go with my fiance's mac and cheese don't tell my mom but uh, my fiance's mac and cheese 
if I haven't had it in a long time and she makes it or she just tells me she's making it, I'm like, I, I try to refrain from, you know, being so happy about it. But I'm like, mm, yes. <laughs> happy on the inside. Yes. Happy on the inside. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God. Oh, what a treat. Oh, I love mac and cheese. And we don't, you know, we go the packet stuff. It's actually, mm. you know, quite depressing and, and embarrassing. But, yeah, I need to get on board with this homemade mac and cheese because I'm hearing a lot about the mac and cheese from the States. I think it's got a bit of a reputation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I need to get on board with that. So noted. Noted to Kerry. Awesome. And if, and if anybody ever tells you to put Velveeta in a mac and cheese, you slap them. You just slap them in the face. Okay. You go with okay. sharp and medium cheddar, cheddar cheese. And that's gotcha. the way to do it. <laughs> right. Sharp, medium cheddar. Got it. Mm-hmm. Done. Noted. Thank remember, you, Drew. Remember to slap. Remember to slap. <laughs> slap. Yeah. Slap. Remember Definitely. Slap. <laughs> All right, Drew, this is the last question and it's question number 20. You've actually selected the wild card. And the wild card is that you get to pick another card for Kerry to answer the question. All right. So Uh, I will step out of the way and reveal the board because you need to pick another number. I'm going to go with number 15. Number 15. And thank you for picking blue, by the way, because this is my favorite color. So, yeah. Awesome. awesome. Good job. Good job. <laughs> you knew that. You knew that. All right. Oh, no. This is a really bad Kerry question. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try and see if can you see that. Do you have a bedtime and do you bend the rules with yourself on this? Oh, I already know the answer to this one. Shareyourpod.com. <laughs> oh, my God. That was, yeah, that was not a good example, Drew. That's a really bad, bad, like Kerry just failed, failed. Epic, epic fail. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, so there could have been a few occasions where Kerry bends the rules. Let me let me go back to my childhood just for a second. I'll keep it short. When I was a kid, I was one of those ones that was sent to bed, you know, like whatever time it was, nine o'clock or something was bedtime, say, for example, and I would actually stand at my doorway because my doorway had a direct view to the lounge room TV. And I would stand at my doorway with the with just a little crack open in the door and I would sit there with one eye watching TV for at least an hour, at least an hour. And then, you know, you're not tired when, as a kid, when you're told to go to, who's tired when you're told to go to bed? And now, because I'm grown up, you know, or grown up and adult-like, I have the same kind of conflict, not standing at the door with the crack through to the TV, but I'll hop in bed, I'll put on the TV. At the moment I'm watching Friends, like I started at the start and I'm working my way through and I'm like, just just half an hour, maybe maybe one episode, you know. Ooh, four, five, six episodes later, could be in trouble, could be in trouble. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I have been there where you're just watching a show, then all of a sudden you pick your head up, you're like, is this sun out? that's happened that's happened but yeah uh, pulling it back to share your pod um that was a couple of days of just keep going just keep going yep i was was surprised i was surprised you were you weren't a zombie at the end of that you was doing you know your due diligence with share your pod and then you was also going to the after parties i was like please rest (laughs) 
<laughs> Lots of caffeine, hence why coffee with Kerry, because coffee is my life and it keeps me going. So yeah, <laughs> good times, good times. Wouldn't swap it for the world. Would I go back and change anything? No, never, never. <laughs> Drew, we are going to step into the next round. The next round is, I have a little item of food here. Now, you might have this. I, I confess I did not research this one at all and I actually forgot and randomly picked it just before we connected because I went, oh, crap, I need a food. <laughs> Today's food is Heinz Big Red Tomato Soup. Hmm. It's in a can. For those that are, are listening and not watching, head over to YouTube. It's a really good visual experience. Apparently the audio is read the book and then watch the movie on YouTube. But this is Heinz Big Red Tomato Soup. And you can see on the can here they've got this beautiful bowl with the soup and a, and a, and a soup spoon. And then over this side are the fresh tomatoes because, you know, that's what's supposed to be in this can. But I wondered, do you guys have soup in a can, let alone Big Red? We are the U.S. We put everything in a can, first and foremost. Oh, great. <laughs> and secondly, I, I've never heard that version of tomato soup, Big Red. Can you Big tell red. me how much sodium is in that? Oh, <laughs> Just, mate, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I can. And I'll tell you why I can, because I'm on a sodium-reduced diet, uh, and we actually, we have this one, um, but normally we have the salt reduced because it is ridiculous on the sodium. So the sodium in this, if I can see in this stupid light, is 600 and, wait, per 100, let's go per 100. So per 100 grams is 305 milligrams. But it says per serving is 635 milligrams. And there's four. What? <laughs> there's not four servings in this damn can. Are they kidding? What? They said there's four servings in this can. Who's going to? How many ounces is that? I have a lot of questions. <laughs> no, no. All good. All good. Let's unpack it. Oh, my God. So this is a 420 gram tin. What are you getting, like two spoonfuls each? Like that's ridiculous. That's not a meal. Where's the rest? But even okay. two, spoonful, two spoonfuls for it to have 600 grams in it is a lot. That's insane, right? Like, yeah. I like that question, Drew. Sodium's <laughs> serious in food. Yeah. Like it's, it's a real thing. But, um, yeah, there's energy, there's protein, there's sugars. Oh, my God, there's sugars in here. How much sugar? Uh, nine per serve, which is 4.3 per 100. Not how bad. Is, how much is the daily value? How much daily value of it? I'm actually like nutrition questions now. Just copy of nutrition. I don't know if it speaks of this. Oh, we might. you might not have that in Australia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, look at this down here. It says 99% fat-free. Okay. That's interesting. But I just turned over the can as well, and it says made in New Zealand. Hang on a oh. minute. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Australian Heinz Big Red Tomato Soup made in New Zealand. There you go. Okay, I need to pay more attention. Clearly. Clearly. Wow. Oh, they even give you cooking guidelines. I thought it was open the can and pour it in. But I tell you what, you know what we do with our soup, our Big Red? We actually add water and milk. 
to make it a little creamier. That's mm. why it's four servings because you've got to add all the other stuff. Mix it's, that shit together. Yeah. yeah, it's condensed. It's yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it uh, is condensed tomato soup. There you go. So 420 grams. I think traditionally I put half a can of milk, half a can of water. So I've just doubled it. I'm at 800. So now we get four spoonfuls each. That's great. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, my God. I never real. I, I should start reading these labels a little bit more, Drew. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Good stuff, but it is nice. And I tell you what we do with it, the best thing ever. Forget the freaking soup. <laughs> Throw that out the window. We actually put it into uh, like a pasta. We actually put it like the mincemeat and the yep. onion, brown that off, and then add the tomato soup and add the spaghetti. Oh, my mm-hmm. God, it's the best. The best. It's kind of like a tomato bolognese. Soup. Like yeah, bolognese. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. All right, that's enough about Heinz and Big Red because I'm actually a little bit disappointed with some of those stats on the back of that can. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> Drew, do you have a another, because we've spoken about a couple of foods, have you got another food or a word or something that Kerry might not be familiar with? I've came so prepared for this question. You have no idea. Yay. So, we talked about this previously and we're, I'm, I have many things, so we're going to go through them quickly. Okay. Doritos. Oh, yes. yes. Nacho cheese. Yes. Oh, yes. In the Love red it. bag. In the red bag. Red bag. Gotcha. Red bag. Yep. So this is a specialty from that I grew up with, and I've eaten some already. Um, <laughs> but these are plantain chips. Plantain chips. Mm-hmm. Plantain because chips. Because they're made from plants? Plantains. So plantains are like bananas, but they're from the Caribbean. You guys are like so far from the Caribbean, but oh. but the Caribbean is like right down. So that's where my family were, was born in Barbados. So um, in Barbados, we, there's a lot of like different cultures, but the, ethnic, the culture really presumes around sugarcane, plantains, um, what else? Coconuts and things like that. Uh, but plantains... Um, but these are plantain chips. So you take the plantains. It's kind of like a banana. It's like a bigger yeah. version of a banana. And then you chop them up and then they fry them and then you create these chips. These are delicious. No salt, zero zero trans fats, gluten-free. I grew wait, up on wait. these. These are wait, amazing. no salt? No salt? No. Doesn't need the salt? Doesn't need no salt. the salt. Nope. Yeah. What's this here? This is Yummy. 5%, 5% DV daily value, 125 milligrams per... Uh, they put, they say <laughs> serving size is one ounce, which is like three chips. So <laughs> <laughs> keep it coming, keep it coming. <laughs> Love it. Oh my um, God, Drew, good stuff. Yeah. So that is that. And then, um, one more thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. So. Today, I went to a a food truck. It's a Caribbean food truck, right? Okay. And the Caribbean food truck has some of my best favorite food from the Caribbean islands. And one thing we have here is, and it's been eaten as well, (laughs) some of it, (laughs) but it's, this is, this is called oxtail. Oh, yeah. Get up there. Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. And that's cabbage, 
Yep. So it's cabbage sauteed in different like spices. Mm-hmm. And then we have rice and peas here. Ooh. Let's see, rice and peas. Yeah. And that's rice and kidney beans. So that is kind of like a little taste of my heritage. That's a little taste yeah. of my heritage and my country and all the things. <laughs> oh my God. Drew, I just live in the wrong place, mate. I've got a freaking can of soup here. What the hell? Like I've just completely ripped myself off. I've got a measly can of soup that I've got to add stuff to to get four spoonfuls and you're pulling out all these chips and the bloody oxtail. Oh my God. I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed. I have to move. I have to move. Honestly. Let me go and pack those suitcases. Oh, wait, we can't we can't travel until 2025. What the hell? Really? Oh, my God. Oh, something like that. That's my prediction. I said that in 2020 that, you know, see you in 2025. It was a bit of a running joke from me to the, mm-hmm. to the rest of my family that aren't super close. And, um, yeah, I'm starting to think it's going to be true. It's going to be true. So, oh, yeah. Wow. I know. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. All right, Drew, let's move into the next round. Mm-hmm. But... Late breaking moves. True. You, but this is coming from an unknown source, so you're going to have to, you know, kind of get us on track here. You might have been a world traveller and there could have been a bar fight somewhere in your journeys. <laughs> is that is that correct? Please tell us. Please correct the news. Muse. All right. <laughs> so um, in 20. 20- 18, yeah, 2018 or 2019, um, I went to Thailand with some of my friends, um, and we basically backpacked around Thailand for um, about a week and a half, and one of the places that we were, went was Bangkok, and Bangkok is, I, I believe, like the capital or the biggest city in Thailand, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot, it's basically like a metropolitan city within Thailand. So we went there, we did a couple of things. And one of the things we did that night was we went to a, a bar um, and a, it was a bar and a nightclub. So mm-hmm. we're, we're there, we're having a good time. And, <laughs> and uh, obviously I was the, the drinking off out of my mind, <laughs> out of my mind, but I was having a good time by that time. Um, and a young lady, she was walking to the door and she fell. So I helped her up because being a gentleman, being from the South, that's what you kind of do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe the, the, the people that were security there thought I was either trying to take her away or trying to harm her, things like that. So mm-hmm. they came to me and they kind of shoved me and pushed me. Um, so at that time, I was pretty big into martial arts. So I end up end up um, punching one of the dudes in the throat and stopping him from breathing for a little bit. So other his other his other people came and then I kind of was moving around them and took one person's arm and was like, if you don't get off of me, I'm gonna break this guy's arm. And they didn't get off of me, so I snapped it. And and uh I, I got into a big bar altercation, people with like six or seven Thai bouncers. Um, I was pretty messed up um, at the end of it, and but they were pretty messed up too. So that's, I would say, is one of the victories for generations. Victories, yes. 
<laughs> Sensational. Oh my God, what, a, what an experience. And, and afterwards were you kind of like a little bit, you know, kind of shocked at what had happened and what had yeah. unfolded? Like, that's- like I had, I had a black eye. I had bloody mouth. It was, it was pretty bad. I, I, I saw my actions that I took for at least a week. So it oh, reminded yeah. me of, of what happened. <laughs> Okay, not going back to Bangkok in a hurry. I I hear you. I hear you. I I see this. I see this. Off the list. Done that. Tick that off the list. Done. Not. Don't need to do it again. Maybe. <laughs> Drew, great story. Thanks for sharing that, and thank you for correcting the late breaking news because we need to get our facts right in the there news, right? Yeah, exactly. Drew, we're going to step into the next round. The next round is. I love the little fight move with every round. That's awesome. Survivor Challenge. Coffee with Kerry. Survivor Challenge. Drew, you need to choose three companions to be with you on a deserted island. They can be celebrities. You can name them by name or by character. Kerry tries to keep up with this segment because I'm not super worldly in the celebrity space, I confess, but I also need to tell you that you have no supplies. You'll be there forever. So we need three names of those celebrities or their characters and how you're going to survive with them. Would you like some thinking music? No. Oh, okay. No thinking music. Of course I want some thinking music. Hit the thinking music. (laughs) I think I got it. Oh, thank for that because I thought I was going to have to play it again. Go for it. The people I would have is The Rock, Rock. Dwayne Johnson, mm-hmm. um, Rick from Rick and Morty, mm. and then I think my final one would be Snoop Dogg. Oh, Snoop. Okay. The Rock, Rick, and Snoop. All right, mm-hmm. so The Rock I am completely familiar with. Snoop Dogg, completely familiar with. I know that's a shock. That could be a shock, but I am. Rick? Rick from Rick and Morty? What's Rick and Morty? Please explain. So Rick and Morty is a cartoon show of a Cartoon Network, and Rick is the self-proclaimed smartest human in the universe, and oh, he nice. has created things that, you know, can take you back in time, can take you to different worlds. Um, he has, he's also a foul mouthed, um, oh, <laughs> like excellent. How, exactly. And he's very um, egotistical and shallow. And it, it, there's a bunch of things, but he's very smart and very knowledgeable about worldly and universal things. So I think he mm-hmm. would be able to create something on that. Uh, island that I can use mm-hmm. to either escape the island or live on an island with a better life. Okay, see, I was just so fascinated. You had me at foul mouth. Like honestly, I was, I was. That was it for me. I thought, oh, this is just going to be pure entertainment of the foul mouth. They were. That's where I was going. But okay, he's he's smart. He's intelligent, and obviously the rock. You know, that's just Captain Obvious. But please explain how you see his position helping you on this deserted island. I think the rock just 
if if I need stuff to be lifted, he just lifts shit. Basically, just lift shit and That's just, it. and he's also somebody I followed since I was seven or eight years old through his matriculation through the WWF, which is now the WWE, mm-hmm. and to yeah. stardom who he is now. So I feel like he will also have a positive attitude um, and he'll keep everybody, he's kind of like the alpha male as well. So he'll keep everybody in line and everybody for understanding of like what the mission is at the end of the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know what I love that you mentioned there was the WWF to WWE. I'm, I'm actually familiar. I do, it's just, again, hubby contributing to Kerry's knowledge of the world. Normally, as as James from across the pond knows, Kerry and the letters are just like it's crazy, but I kept up with that. So thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> all right. So what is Snoop contributing? Probably good mm-hmm. music. So that's all oh, yeah. I need at the end of the day when we're taking the downtime and um, Rick's not creating something to get off the island, or the Rock's not, you know, pushing us in leadership. The shit. Yep. Exactly. Yep. We can just literally just sit back, chill, smoke, and chill. Yeah. So, Drew, I just want to put it out there to all previous guests of Coffee with Kerry that, um, yeah, um, Drew's island is sounding pretty fantastic, <laughs> by the way. So, wow, I think everybody's going to want to join. Like, they can't. They can't because it's not in the rule book, but mm-hmm. I think they want to. So, yeah, be jealous, people. Be jealous. <laughs> love it. Love it. Drew, well done, mate. I think you've survived. I think you've got a few interesting people. But last question before we move on. How are the three of them going to get along? So that's the reason why you have Snoop. Snoop is, I find him as the person that blends a bunch of generations, a bunch of worlds together. So he's Mm, always the person like, even you being in Australia, you know who Snoop is. Even Mm -hmm. me being the UNES, even like suburban kids who never go and like hip hop, they know who Snoop is. So he's Mm -hmm. a universal like, mediator between anybody so he'll be Mm. like the person that can mediate between the three groups the three people other than himself in the situation so i picked him for a reason he's he's the glue of the situation i was just about to say that you heard (laughs) this on coffee with kerry snoop dogg is the glue 100 percent 100 percent well done drew good job i think you've survived so congratulations (laughs) good job awesome drew we're gonna step into another round This round is new, and when I say new, it's been on a couple of times, but it is the Wheel of Reveal. That's the Wheel. Yes. (laughs) Sorry, Sid. Sorry, Sid Meadows. (laughs) Okay, so the Wheel of Reveal is the way we play this game. You can't reach through the screen, unfortunately, and spin the wheel. I'll spin it on your behalf. I'll I'll take the honour. And it's going to land on one of these words, which is going to reveal the question behind the word. You happy for me to take that spin for you, Drew? Yes. Awesome. All right. I've been (laughs) practising. Fear. Oh, my God. Drew, what was your biggest fear as a child? This is going to get deep, Carrie. Oh, yeah. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, death. Death was <gasps> my biggest child. fear as a child. Um, <sighs> gr- growing up, I really saw a lot of death around me. Um, so a lot of things happen and a lot of uh, people go away in times that they weren't. 
So mm. the one thing I always think about is two things. How will I experience death? And what happens after death? And, mm. you know, there's these religions and these ideals that we all have that we think of what afterlife or what afterlife is not. But we all don't know, right? There's there's this looming cloud. I wouldn't say cloud, but just looming, this looming unknown that we yeah. all have will experience um, that we all don't know about. So it's always mm. been to, and I'm a very analytical thinker. So even diving into that as a young, you know, in my adolescence and to my teens was always very, a big struggle for me because I mm -hmm. would literally be in my room and just all of a sudden have these thoughts about like, okay, if I died, what would, you know, what would my family do? What would, where would I be going? What, how would I be, you know, remembered? So mm -hmm. I, that's why I kind of came up with my ideas and you may have heard of it. Um, in the clubhouse rooms is that I try everything twice because I never yep. wanted I never wanted to be that grandfather or that you know that father or that person or that friend that didn't have a story to tell that didn't have mm -hmm. something that you could remember me by um, and that's what's important about podcasting as well it's an audio diary of me interacting with other people um, that I enjoy and that I feel is intellectually stimulating that I can mm -hmm. have for generations to go in the near future so that was the thing that really i would feared a lot was death and it still haunts me to this day but yeah. i come with it with heavier gloves and able mm -hmm. to fight it away because i know that every day i'm adding to that legacy that i wanted and i was fearful of not having yeah, and Drew, I just got to say, I, I hear you a hundred percent because you know it it plays on my mind from time to time. I try to put it away and and not let it come in too often. I didn't have it as a child. I think you know you just kid, you know, doing things and all that kind of stuff. Didn't experience it around me, but um, yeah, in more recent years, it it has been present in my mind. And yeah, so much unknown, you you know, like. It, this is the problem. Like no one can tell us exactly mm -hmm. what happens. So it's, yeah, it, I want to know. I'm a planner, you know, like I I love my spreadsheets, you know, I want to map this out. So, I, yeah, I need to, I probably need to do some research, Drew, and maybe you can help me with some of that in my little challenge so that I can create a spreadsheet around this and, and see what's going to happen. I'd love to, to have it. At least if I decide what I think is going to happen, maybe that'll, you know, kind of settle all those nerves nerves about it so appreciate you bringing that up and thanks for being vulnerable about that drew that's that's pretty pretty deep you did warn me you did warn yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> so drew uh we have come to the end of the show no we haven't Pick no, another let's card. just keep going pick no, another no, just, card just, just keep going right i know I'm, I'm kind of feeling like i need more rounds i need more buttons i need more fun we just need to keep going we could go for days you know <laughs> we could do another share your pod and, and just yeah map it out map it out <laughs> fantastic drew thank you for coming on to the show before we do wrap it up can you please tell us where do we find you and your amazing podcast First and foremost, thank you so much, Carrie, for having me on. It was, this has been a long time coming and I've been a fan of you for so darn long that it was, this experience was more than I even knew what was going to happen. So 
that's thank you again. Um, no, you're welcome. But where you can find me is um, anywhere you listen to this right now. Um, so on yep. all, all, all podcast platforms, Apple, um, Spotify, um, or you can find me on Instagram at Reverse World Podcast or on Twitter at Reverse World Podcast um, or find all of those information at www.drewversetheworld.com. And if you have any questions and inquiries or you just want to chat with me, um, go and send me an email at info at drewversetheworld.com. And that verse is not V-E-R-S-U-S. It's just B-S. Keep it nice and simple. Um, so that's where you can find me. And please listen to upcoming episodes. Um, can't wait for the hundredth. And yeah. uh, it's a labor of love. And I love the podcast. And I know you will too. Thank you, Drew. And buddy, I appreciate everything that you're doing in all of the spaces. Love hanging out with you on Clubhouse for sure. Like anyone that's not on Clubhouse, I don't know why. Come on, guys, get on board. It is epic. Great community space, great conversation and and appreciate sharing space with you there and also your podcast and everything that you've got going on. You, you really contribute to the world, Drew, so I appreciate you and I thank you for coming on to today's show as well. This has been so much fun as always. <laughs> and I yeah I just can't thank you enough Drew so appreciate you buddy but of course I'm here to please <laughs> awesome Drew I'm gonna hit the outro button and we are gonna dance it out it. thanks for tuning in to coffee with Kerry you can catch us weekly and I'd love to receive your rating or personal review see you next week <laughs>